This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Top Shelf Sports Talk. You're hanging out in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. All right, let's talk that Buffalo Bills schedule with the one and only Ryan Talbot covering the team for the New York Upstate.com and uh, New York, uh, the Syracuse Post Standard. Uh, the Shout Podcast as well. Ryan, um, trying to poke holes in this schedule for the Buffalo Bills. I don't know that I've come across anybody right now that really has a complaint other than, yeah, I like my routine and I miss the Sunday 1 o'clock window. How are you, buddy? Hey, I'm doing great. Yeah, that was my main uh, complaint. I love those 1 o'clock games and there's only five of them this season. Yeah, I, well, this is the price of being good, Ryan. I just, uh, I like the thought that they opted not to take the buy after London and taking it in December. Uh, well, getting it in December just give you, you, you that is just a huge benefit for this for this team, Ryan. Uh, I just I, I don't know if you could have drawn up something nicer for Buffalo in terms of the way this laid out. Yeah, no, I agree completely. I was a little concerned when I uh, learned that the. The London game was in week five. Obviously, they, they take place generally in that October time frame, but I thought that'd be too early to take the bye week. And early on, that's it was almost not even an option. Teams had to take it. Uh, so the fact that the Bills have their bye in week 13, they can, they can get that extra week's rest to kind of get fresh for a really tough stretch run. And then the playoffs, I love the way that's laid out. Uh, I, I think the Bills have an opportunity to start the year strong, too, with the way that the schedule is built. They do. Uh, it's a tough strength of schedule, according to ESPN's Mike Clay, who had the Bills ranked 31st in terms of strength of schedule. And, of course, a lot can happen between now and the start of the season. There's a lot of variables in play there. Um, where it looks like the Bills have a little bit of an easier start, a team like New York certainly has a tougher start. And, and the AFC East has a lot of what, at least at this time of year, that we were talking about with the AFC West last season. Like, oh, this is going to be a really tough division. Do you see that playing out, Ryan? Or do you think this is a case where, hey, you still have the best coach and the best quarterback in Buffalo, and the Bills should run away with the East when it's all said and done? Yeah, I definitely think that it's going to be a little bit tougher this year, but I have trouble believing that you're going to have three teams vying for the division title when it's all kind of said and done. Um, just because it, it's hard for me to kind of buy into these other teams right now. You saw the, the Dolphins collapse late in the year, and yes, a lot of it had to do with uh, Tua's health. And the, the Jets, I'm glad the Bills kind of get them in week one because they're 
still going to be figuring things out with Aaron Rodgers, but Rodgers didn't look great last year. He, he had his struggles, and maybe an injury was at factor there too. But that, while I think it could be tight in the first half of the season, just like it was one year ago, I still think this Bills roster has enough talent to kind of pull away in the end. And it wouldn't shock me if the Jets and or Dolphins are vying for a wild card spot, but I still think that at the end of the season, the Bills are going to be sitting there on top of the AFC East. Uh, Ryan, I'm going to ask you a question I don't know if you know the answer to, but there was uh, a few things we didn't know yesterday. Like, for instance, oh, they're putting that giant game in prime time. I like that. Oh, Bills at Chargers. I was on Peacock. I don't have Peacock. <laughs> is, is this going to be behind a paywall? Do we know anything about that, Ryan? So I believe locally you'll still be able to catch it on TV. Uh, that's the good news. If you're a Bills fan outside of Western New York, though, that could be an issue. Time out, might- Ryan. That, for us in Rochester, it, it's, it, it's complete BS, I might swear. We are out. We are not considered, I believe, the, the home market on this. So are you kidding uh, me? Every bar in Rochester is going to be packed that afternoon. Yeah, it will be. And, you know, listen, let me let me vouch for Peacock, though exclusive home of the office where they have these bonus episodes. <laughs> My son's a big WWE fan, so all the WWE wrestling is on there, uh, especially the stuff that I grew up with. So for $5, it might be a worthwhile investment for one month, and, and you get to see a great game besides that. But, yeah, I'm not a fan of the NFL starting to do this with the, the streaming services. Amazon last year with those Thursday night games, now you have an exclusive game to Peacock. Uh, but, uh, you know, when, when you're the most popular league in, in the world, I guess this is what uh, you kind of have to deal with. When you look at the rest of the league's schedules, Ryan, do you see a winner? Do you see a loser? How does Buffalo stack up with uh, their main competitors here in terms of them trying to reach to the Super Bowl here, you know, once and for all? Yeah, you know, I looked at some of the AFC schedule or AFC East schedules specifically. I think that the Patriots could easily. Um, start out really, really badly, and uh, there could be a lot of noise about Mac Jones and the fact that they could pull pull him out, put Bailey Zappi in, maybe make a move for a quarterback, uh, a Ryan Tannehill or Malik Willis maybe in Tennessee, who knows, but their schedule gets pretty tough. I, I think that of the, the main competitors on the AFC East, the Bills have it built a little bit better than the, the Jets and the Dolphins early on in terms of getting out to that strong start. Um, it's good to have some competition where I think that the Bills are clearly the better team. I think they're clearly better than the Raiders and the Commanders, and you get those guys early on. You're getting a Jets team where this will be your first game with uh, Aaron Rodgers at the helm as your quarterback, so that could work in their advantage. And, you know, Miami's going to be tough. Jacksonville's a playoff team. Giants are a playoff team. But in terms of who they could have played and how this could have been built, I really do like the way it broke down for the Bills. So who gets the better benefit, Ryan? And you were the one who broke this story. Hey, it's in reverse this year. Week 18, Bills in Miami don't have to deal with the heat. Oh, uh, Miami doesn't have to deal with cold that they're not used to as they're coming up in September, although you never know here in Western New York. The point being, uh, Ryan, does either side get an advantage here with the, the reversal of last year? Yeah, I think it works out a little bit better for Buffalo in that, you know, they had guys dropping like flies between uh, the cramping, the injuries, the fact that in September, uh, October, you're talking about it being 120, 130 degrees on those bleachers as because of the way that Dolphin Stadium is, is built. But 
you know, come January, week 18, is, is it still going to be warm in Florida? Absolutely, but it's not going to be anywhere near the same. Uh, so that works out. I'm sure Mike McDaniel's happy, though, that he's not going to have any snowballs thrown at him this year, though, too. Hey, Ryan, uh, we have the uh, rookie minicamp getting underway today, so we get to see them for the first time. Also, seven undrafted free agents uh, signed by the Buffalo Bills. What do we know about th- some of these guys? Looks like they went a little heavy here with wide receiver. Yeah, yeah you know, so first and foremost, uh, just did a shout pod with Matt. We talked a little bit about it. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, no wasted movement. And the fact that, you know, it seems like he has a plan for every step that he takes. Great hands, looked the part, made a, made a great catch today, Matt noted, along the sidelines. Um, so that's what you want to hear in, in this guy's not only first practice, but really first meaningful football in quite some time as he was dealing with a back injury. Um, in, in terms of some of the guys that they have on this roster, yeah, I, I mean, keep an eye out at, at some of these wide receivers. Um, Matt mentioned that Shavers had a really nice day today. And, and yeah, no pads. You're going against a lot of, UDFAs and, and uh, tryout players, but you mentioned him specifically by name. I like the fact that you bring in some uh, Reggie Wayne's cousin um, that, that played at a smaller school. I, I'm a believer in good bloodlines when it comes to NFL players and athletes in general, so that's an interesting one. Obviously, they drafted a receiver in shorter uh, on day three, a big physical presence, so I like what they're doing here. And, you know, some interesting names, too, on the tryout list today uh, at defensive. I know we're talking wide receiver, but Shane Ray, former first-round pick of the Broncos in 2015. Uh, Marvin Austin, uh, a big defensive tackle that I was uh, really hoping the Bills were going to go after when he fell, fell in that draft a few years ago. And now he's here trying out for a spot. So they've added some intriguing names, at least for the tryout basis, too. Ryan Talbot, NewYorkUpstate.com, our guest. Uh, talking today was Osiris Torrance, and this is somebody we're all going to be looking at, Ryan, where we know, okay, Kincaid, he'll be involved, but we don't know to what degree. Torrance, I think a lot of Bills fans are thinking, this is somebody who could actually compete and start in day one, and if so, how, where does he fit in? Who is he taking over for? Which guard spot do you think? Yeah, they're open to either spot. They're going to let him kind of, play on playing both spots here early on and figure it out, um, which I'm okay with because they, they signed some free agents. They obviously have Ryan Bates back. I want this to be a, a true open competition where they're not going in thinking, okay, he's we're going to peg him into this one specific spot because you want your best five out there. And uh, if Osiris Torrance is your best option at left guard, then play him there by all means. And, Keep Bates at right guard, or, or when you know one of your new additions can start there. Make it a true true competition. But Osiris Torrance, you know, different from the the makeup of these other offensive linemen in Buffalo. He's a mauler. He's a big physical guy, um, and I like what he said today in, in terms of the coaching that he's getting here early on from Aaron Cromer, where Cromer's techniques are based on your size, not just your position. So. Um, obviously at 6'5", about 330 pounds, he's going to have a little bit of a different technique than some of these smaller, more athletic guys that they have on their roster currently. We see the Buffalo Bills uh, rookie minicamp going on. We uh, we also heard a couple of weeks ago that uh, Puna Ford will be joining the team, defensive tackle here, and I'm wondering about that Bills defensive line. And Gino and I were kind of looking at the schedule and trying to pinpoint a, a week where we might see the return of Von Miller, who I think you know that's the... 
that's the rising tide that will that will you know bring up all the ships there uh, for the Buffalo Bills defensive line. Ryan, do you think there's a target date in mind? Do you think it's a week six? Do you think it's earlier? Do, Gino believes that you know it would be poetic to have him back by Denver in week ten. What are your thoughts on Von Miller's uh, recovery here? Yeah, you know, Von's saying he wants to be out there week one, and it's, it's a good thing to say that, but this is a guy that's older. It's the second time he's kind of gone through this. Um, I, I, I'm i cautious in terms of when he's going to come back because last year at training camp up in Rochester, there were days where I saw Trey White out there on the track doing certain things that made me think, man, maybe he's going to be out there sooner than we think, and it wasn't until Thanksgiving. But, you know, Miller having that knowledge of what he needs to do to come back, maybe that speeds it up even though he's older than what Trey White was one year ago. Every, uh, you know, ACL-type injury is different for every player. But I kind of pegged week six as well, that Giants game. Uh, It gives him a little bit of a a start to kind of build up, come back to this. You're coming back to a primetime game in Buffalo against the the Giants, which I know he wasn't here for the Brian Dable years, but that'll be a big uh, game to watch nationally for that reason alone. I think that would be good because, uh, again, this, I'm not knocking the Raiders or the Commanders. And, and any given Sunday, one of the, that team could win, and both of those teams could win. But I, I don't think the Bills need to rush this. I, I like the fact that uh, they have winnable games there in those first five weeks. And, and maybe that's ten, you know, middle of, of October is when you're trying to get him back. And if it does fall into November in that Denver game, that would be a great story, too. And And that would fall more in line in terms of closer to when we saw Trey White return in terms of that one-year time frame or close to it. Yeah, Ryan Talbot, NewYorkUpstate.com, our guest. As uh, Again, going back to, hey, the Bills not taking their bye after the London trip and the NFL putting on Sunday Night Football the following week, Brian Dable and the New York Giants. And I've said this, Ryan, like that is the one game – Sean McDermott really can't afford to lose. And maybe it's unfair that we compare like you know, the, the Ken Dorsey in his first year when Dable were comparing the body of work. But I'm just wondering if things don't start off well for this Buffalo Bills team um, coming out of that game. Should dare the Buffalo Bills lose to the Giants? Ryan, it's just uh, it's an interesting storyline for sure. Yeah, there will be a lot of angry Bills fans if that were to happen because, you know, I dealt with them last year on the the podcast and on social media, and uh, it's not realistic, but some fans saying, oh, they should have just fired McDermott, this guy that's led you to the playoffs almost every year that he's been here, and kept Ryan Dable. So there will be a lot of upset fans if the Giants were to win. I still think the Giants uh, have some issues there. I know they paid Daniel Jones a lot of money. I still am not a believer in him, so I – I still like the Bills in that matchup, but you're right. I mean, um, if the Bills do lose, if they struggle in that game, there's going to be a lot of heat on McDermott, heat on Ken Dorsey. Uh, but, you know, one, one thing that Bills fans need to keep in perspective is, what was that, uh, Brian Dable's fourth, fifth, sixth stop as an offensive coordinator in this league before it finally kind of clicked for him? He was, he's been with a, around the block quite a few times in his career. He was with the Browns for, for a while. He was with the Dolphins. Uh, obviously went to Alabama. I mean, he, he bounced around, but in the NFL, he had a few prior stints as an offensive coordinator. And, and then finally in Buffalo, it clicked. And then obviously, you know, you saw how much players loved him, and I'm very happy for him. Great guy, great coach, but um, a little unfair to Ken Dorsey to think that in year one he was going to, be this level of what we ended up seeing from Brian Dable, who had been doing this for many, many years uh, as an offensive coordinator, just in general.
All right, Ryan. Well, we know it's way too early for any sort of official prediction, but you look at the schedule. We look at the schedule. We look at each game, and we think, well, that's a win. No, that's a loss. No, that, that feels like that's going to be tough. Have you gone through the exercise and how many wins you see the Bills having right now if you're to look at the schedule uh, heading into the season? You know, I haven't broken it down specifically in that regard, but I do think that 12 to 13 wins is still realistic based on this year. They're a very tough stretch after their bye week with the Chiefs, the Cowboys, the the Chargers, uh, and then obviously, you know, New England, I, they division opponent any given Sunday there, and then Miami, and then obviously pre-bye, you have Philly. So that's their toughest stretch. I, I think that they can start the year, though, really strong and, and pile up some wins and put a little bit of pressure and heat on the Jets and the Dolphins as they try to unseat the Bills in the AFCs this year. So a lot of uh, pods here uh, tell people what they may have missed. They can go catch up on this weekend, Ryan, and what you have coming up here. Yeah, absolutely, man. I just went live, talked about rookie minicamp. We had a show last night as well where we talked a little bit about the schedule. So check out those episodes of Shout. Uh, We'll be coming live multiple days next week, too. So now that we have some actual practices and and plays to kind of break down, you're going to hear more and more of us on Shout. You can catch us on all your major podcast platforms or live on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Awesome. Ryan, appreciate the time as always, bud. Have a great weekend. Hey, you too. Ryan Talbot, NewYorkUpstate.com, breaking down the uh, Bills' schedule for the 2023 season. Josh Harris has put out a statement. I want to express how excited we are to be considered by the NFL to be the next owners of the Washington Commanders and how committed we are to delivering a championship-caliber franchise for the city and its fan base. Like, it's a great day if you're a Washington fan. Like, the, the cloud of Daniel Snyder. I didn't think this would happen. It's actually happening. Yeah, it is uh, good news if you're a Commanders fan. What he didn't mention in that statement is anything about the stadium, which is really how he's going to be judged. Can you get a new stadium oh, built? Oh, are you kidding me? That is like the prime. Like, who do the Buffalo Bills have to negotiate? Maybe that's the wrong one because we just said, yes, here you go. <laughs> here, take all like, of our yeah, money. Yes, one of those three. Like, do you build on the old RFK site? You could do that. But I'm sure Virginia, because once upon a time they were ready to build Snyder Stadium, that'll be coming back up. Uh, we got more uh, news and notes to get to from around the NFL. The schedule is out, obviously. The Bills holding rookie minicamp. We've got some unsigned free agents to tell you about. We'll, we'll get to all of that and more next. Uh, we serve up some NFL appetizers. Happy hour is right around the corner as well here in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia. The NBA playoffs are here. You can turn crossovers into cash with FanDuel. It's Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 95.7 The Fan. Visit FanDuel.com slash Mike right now and place a $5 bet. You'll get an instant 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. I like Golden State on the money line tonight in L.A. I also like the Heat to close out the Knicks, minus four. You can get your winnings instantly in an app that is safe and secure. Check in with FanDuel every day for great promotions as well. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Just go to FanDuel.com slash Mike and sign up to get $150 in bonus bets when you bet your first five bucks. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus and physically present in New York. Bonus issues, non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. For help with a gambling problem, call one 877 hope ny or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey.
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 